Okay, we are on uh, Mem Dalad Amid Aleph. We are at the Mishnah, uh, towards the bottom of the page, about two thirds of the way down. Uh, the Mishnah says as follows: Hamachzer Gushaso v'Anose Chalutzaso v'Anose Krovas Chalutzaso Yotzi v'Avlad Mamzer Diver Abiyakiva. So a bunch of different cases. Number one, Hamachzer Gushaso, a person um, who uh, was married to a woman and then they got divorced. And then Rashi points out right? The person gets divorced from man and woman get divorced. Um, as long as he's not a Kohen, they can remarry if they'd like to. There's, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that at all. However, if they got divorced and then she married somebody else, and then she got divorced from him, or then he passed away. Once she has had a relationship with another person, so now it becomes forbidden for them to be married. So, so uh, they got divorced. She married somebody else. And now she comes back and they get married again. So that's the first, that's the first case of the Isser. Man and woman, woman uh, man has a brother, Ruvain. Ruvain has, is married. His, uh, he passes away. Shimon goes ahead and does Chalitza with his wife, Leah. Right? After doing Chalitza with Leah, then Ruvain decides, Shimon decides later at some other time that he wants to marry her. So he's Nosei Chalutzaso, also Usser. Or, not only is he not allowed to marry Leah, but he also can't marry Leah's karof, Leah's um, sister, Leah's um, mother, etc. Um, so all, all those in, uh, instances, uh, and the reason why, we'll see, the reason why he can't marry her krovim also, it's just like you're not allowed to marry your wife's, your wife's krovim, you can't marry your chalutza's krovim either. So look at Rashi. Right, when it comes to the chalutza, so once once he has chosen not to build up his brother's house, he doesn't have a, he then he's no longer allowed to do so uh, ever again. Vanosia's krovas chalutza says Rashi the common by lan the gemara ha krovas chalutza so lab deraisi the gemara is going to ask is that deraisi is that deraisi is that deraisi so we'll get there. But Rabbi Kiva is of the opinion that if he did so, he has to divorce her immediately, and if they have children, yet the child is a mamzer. Um, and again, that's why the question of the rest of the is very important. It's, it's you know, clear that if the Isra is only the Rabbanan, that you wouldn't make the child would not become a mamzer. Mamzer only comes out of a relationship with an Isra the rest, and, and typically only uh, an Isra with an Isra Karis. So we're going to have to see what, what's going on here with the case of Krovas Chalutzas. So that's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. Chacham said in these cases, uh, the child is not a mamzer. So in all these cases, just the last case, we'll have to see. Um... Um, but they agree that when it comes to the scenario of marrying the Karov is of his Grusha, right? A woman he was married to, Ruvain is married to uh, Leah, and, uh, and they get divorced. And then Ruvain goes out and marries Leah's mother. So that's, uh, that, that's, that, that everyone agrees that in that scenario, uh, the child that comes from that, from that union is a, is a mamzer. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Krovas Grushaso, to Grushaso ki ishto, ve'achosa o ima chayve krisos ninhu legabe. Right? So you can't marry, if you marry a woman and you get divorced from her, you cannot then go and marry her sister, because uh, she remains, she's an Isra Erva, and Isra Kares in that scenario, and since it's an Isra Kares, if they would have a child, that would be, um, that child would become a mamzer. Okay. So a lot, to, a lot to unpack here. So the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara asks the Kasha. V'savar Rabbi Kiva hanosei krovas chalutzaso havlad mamzer. Is that really true? Rabbi Kiva is going to hold that a person who marries 
the Karov of his Chalutza, that the child is a Mamzer. In such a case, Vamrish Lakish, Kan Shana Rebbe, Achos Grusha, Midivre Torah, Achos Chalutza, Midivre Sofrim. I thought Rebbe had, 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 uh, had taught. It's interesting, just by the way, that we just had that same exact language, Kan Shana Rebbe. Here, Rebbe taught. We just had it, you know, four lines ago, just before the Mishnah. And you see it again, you know, immediately again here. Um, but uh, I thought in this scenario, Rebbe taught, Rebbe Nasi taught, that the sister of a, of a Gerusha, that's an Isidara, right. so you can't marry your, your, your Gerusha's sister. However, the sister of your Chalutza, that's only an Isidara Bana, it's Midi Sofrim. If that's true, then how could it be that Rebbe Kiva would hold that, uh, that if a man marries Krovas Chalutza, so that the Vlad is a Mamzer. That's very hard to, 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 to say if the Isser is only an Isser Abana. Um, so what's going on here? So answers the Gemara, Tani Krovas Grusha. So, so the Gemara says, no problem, just change, change the Mishnah. The Mishnah did not say, right, again, that last line, which was, so the, sorry, the last example in the, in the, in the Resha, which was Hanose Krovas Chalutza, so Yotzev Vlad Mamzer, Jiri Vekiva, change the words. It should have Hanose Krovas Grusha, so Yotzev Vlad Mamzer. Okay, that's, that's how the Gemara wants to change, amend the Mishnah to say it's referring to the Karav of a Gerusha. That's the scenario where Rabbi Kiva holds the Vlad as a Mams. Okay. And the and Gemara says, and I'll tell you why it makes sense. Hachinan Mistafra. And the truth is that actually it's, it's, it's reasonable to say such a thing. Why? The Katani Seifa, because in the end of the Mishnah says, Umodim Benose Krovas Grushaso Shavlad Mamzer. Because it actually says, right, Chacham say at the end there, Right, Chacham held certain cases were not a Vlad Mamzer, but they agree, and then the case of Krovas Grushaso, that the Vlad is Mamzer. So, right, it, I understand if we've been talking about that case, right, that if that was one of the examples of the Resha, so I get now that Chacham said, look, we disagree on the first two cases, but we agree on the last case, right, Umodim, right, on the last case that we were already talking about, yes, we, we admit that one. I admit. If, if we're having a conversation about something, I say, well, these two I don't agree with, but the last one I agree with, right? So if the last one is something we're talking about, then it makes sense to say, and we, we admit, we're mode in that case, right? But if, right? If we're, but if we're not talking about the case, then why would you say, yeah, and I admit in that case, admit in what case? A new case that we didn't talk about? Right? So it's more, it's, it is, again, it's not a slam dunk because the Gemara is going to attack it back, but it's a, it's a fair argument to say that actually, that um, to argue that that was one of the examples we were talking about is not so off the wall because at the end of the day, that could explain why uh, the Mishnah ends that Chachamar agree in that case that the Vlad is, uh, is Mamzer. Fine. Um, right, and, and just by the way, if that's true, look at, look at Rashi, the first Rashi in the Gemara, Ema Krovas Grushaso, and Rashi adds, Verabonan Amachzer Grushaso, Venose Chalutsaso Pligi. Right, the two examples that they are, were arguing about were the first two examples. Right, the first two cases, that's where they say in Vlad Mamzer, but they are moda, they agree by the third case. That's, that's, how, you, that's how you would read this, this Mishnah. Fine. Okay, uh, so one, that's one possibility. Okay, you could give such an answer. However, the Gemara is not so happy. Vidilma ha-kamashvalan yesh mamzer Meaning maybe the reason why the Chachamim say umodim, right, in the case of uh, that's not because um, that's not because we were talking about it already, but rather what happened? The Mishnah gave three examples, right? Three examples of, of forbidden relationships where the Chachamim said in those cases, "Ein Vlad Mamzer." 
So what do they do? They just want to throw in, by the way, you should just know, there are scenarios where we do agree, right? right we deal with, the, the, the answer is that if it's a chayvei krisos, then they, then they do agree with Vlad Mamsha, that the, the machlokas here uh, is that, uh, you know, machzer grushoso and nosei chalutzoso are maybe sui lab, the, the losases, but they're not chayvei chayve krisos, they're not chayvei chayve kares for those, for those relationships. And maybe that's the reason why uh, the Mishnah says at the end, Umodim, and, and they agree, though, when it comes to the case of Grobas Grushaso. Again, a more extreme example. That's the case of Zachiyav Kares. So the Mishnah goes, gives you that example, not to say that I read, but we were already talking about it before, but to just, uh, you know, once we're having this conversation about when, when, a, when a Mamzer uh, can be created, so the Chachamim also agree it's possible to have a situation of a Mamzer, but they're saying only in a situation where uh, it, the relationship would be a chi of courage. So, so no, the point is that there's no proof that it's true. You can still make the argument that, that you know, amend the Mishnah the way you wanted to, but don't tell me how chinami mistavrin. It for sure makes sense from the language of the Mishnah, not necessarily. You don't have to say such a thing. Um, okay. So Gemara says, um, not so fast. No, I wouldn't make that argument either. You, you can't say that, we're, that we were referring to, uh, you know, just a general concept that of the chi of courage that we're going to have a mom's there because we were taught that already. What do you mean? We already learned that halacha. Um, well, the truth is we're going to be taught it later. What's a mom's there? How, how do you create a mom's there? We don't ever want to, but if, how, how, what relationship would create one? Shebikiva holds, it's any, you know, uh, forbidden, uh, forbidden um, relationship between a man and a woman, which is, Loyavo, you're not supposed to, right? So the the Torah has many scenarios where you're loyavo this, loyavo that. So those scenarios, any any of those isurim, right? It doesn't have to be a chiyav karis. Any any love, it sounds like, right? Um, okay. And Rabbi Shimon at Himani Omer Kol Shachayav and a love karis vidish shemayim v'halacha kedvar. Rabbi Shimon at Himani holds that karis cut that a mamzer is created from any union for which the man and woman would be chiyav karis. And that's and Balach Kedvarif. And the Bryce says, and we pass like with Shimon Tamani, meaning we already learned this rule that if it's a Chiv Kares, you're going to hold that the child becomes, the child of that union is, is a Mamzer. So if that's true, I don't need this Mishnah to end. They teach me that rule that if it's a Chiv Kares, it's a Vlad Mamzer. Of course, I agree with that. That's the, the, the Bryce already said that Halach Kedvarif. Let me pass in that way. So, so uh, it, the, the point being, it's not such a great. Um, you're giving me less of a good, ra- a, a less, you know, a, a less ideal rationale for what the umode benose grushaso, krovas grushaso, meaning it'd be more likely to say no. The reason why we have this last line in the Mishnah is again because that's what we were talking about already in the Mishnah, and maybe that's another. Still, we have more of a proof for for uh, this this new way of reading reading the Mishnah. Okay, because um, again, the whole problem we still have is how do you understand Rabbi Kiva? That, that, that a situation of Krovas Chalutzaso creates a Mamzer. So the point is, we're trying to argue that he didn't say that. <laughs> he never said that. He was still talking about Krovas, Krovas Rushaso. Fine. But the Gemara is still not happy. You're going to try again. Vildilma Kasasim Lantana Kirushim Natimani. No, you're right. It's true. Later on in Daf Mem we're going to see a Brysa that says we pass Kirushim Natimani. But maybe Rabbi Yehuda Nasi wanted to, to make sure there's a Mishnah that says, Modim, everyone agrees. A Mishnah, which tells me that this that this halacha is true, so it's not a, it's not repetitive, it's not redundant, it's uh, it's important to have because we want to have stam lam tanam. We like to have that. a Mishnah taught straight up that this is the halacha, and that's why it's there. 
In which case, no proof that Rabbi Kiva was already talking about the case. Okay. Im kein lisnei sha'ar chavei krisos. Kroos grushos olamali. Okay, if you want to tell me this is a stam lantana, this tana just comes to teach me the halacha of Hashem HaTemani, that any chavei krisos can create a mamzer, why do you give specifically the example of Krovas Grushoso? You could have given any example of a uh, of an Isakaris. So answer the Gemara, El Ariba. Okay, good point. So it must be Ariba. Must be Taka. That was the conversation we were having. And if that's the conversation we were meaning, why did you give that example? Uh, must be we were already talking about that example. If we're already talking about that example, here's a good proof, a, at least a uh, you know a, a supportive, uh, a good support for the idea that when Rabbi Akiva said his last case, the mission said the last case according to Rabbi Akiva, it was not no se krovas chalutsaso, it was no se krovas grushaso. Fine. Let's take a more sun on that. No, maybe not. Maybe we really weren't talking about that case. Maybe just since we were already talking about the case of, of uh, a person who marries his grusha, remarries his wife, so a person who marries the chalutza, ukrovas chalutza. So, and again, the, the original reading of the Mishnah, which was, and also the car of a, of a chalutza, taninami uh, krovas krushaso. I mean, it's not Iriba that we were talking specifically about the case of krovas krushaso, but we were talking about, you know, chalitza uh, and, and gerishin, etc., and krovin. So it's not so surprising for the mission to add in. And by the way, the chachamar moda, by the case of krovas krushaso, that, 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 that it creates a mom's there, as, as our example. As our example of a situation of chayvei krisus, uh, so Ella krovas chalutza sol Rabbi Akiva have mamzer. So, so what? So in, in which case, since we have no way out of it, what do we have to conclude? We have to conclude that it's actually true that Rabbi Akiva actually holds that krovas chalutza. Uh, so a person who marries the karva of his chalutza is going to create a mamzer. Um, so we have to explain how that's going to be. So Amr Bar Abba, Amr Yochan, Hani Tam Rabbi Akiva, the Amr Kra, base Chalutz Hanaal, Hakasuv Kro Beso. So how to understand? Again, we we've always assumed that uh, that this case of Krovas Chalutzasa is only Midivrei Sofrim. That's at least the opinion that 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 you know Rebbe said. Rish Lakish said that Rebbe taught that that Krovas Chalutzasa is only Midivrei Sofrim. Uh, yeah, but Rabbi Akiva doesn't hold that way. Rabbi Akiva holds it actually Daraisa. How does it hold it Daraisa? Because the Pasuk says that what, when the woman takes, again, when the, when the uh, you know, the Yavama, when she takes off the shoe of her Yavam to do Chalitza, what do we say about him? That we call him Beis Chalutz Hanal. It's the house of the shoe that was taken off. Um, so why do we call it Beis? Right? Because you see the Torah calls you Beiso. What, what does that mean always when you call someone Beiso? It means you call them like they're your, your husband or your wife. Right, so referring to someone as your bias is referring to them as your spouse. Meaning that the chalitza is the chalitza takes place and severs the relationship between this man and this woman. But until that relationship, be, that in a certain sense, you can only divorce somebody, right? If you're married, and if you're never married to somebody, you wouldn't say that you got divorced, right? So the same the same idea here in that Rabbi Kiva holds. Again, we would have said no. The whole point of chalitza is they never got married, right? But the point is. There was a certain zika. There was a connection. They did a chalitza, and that chalitza, in a certain sense, creates a status of base chalitza. Now, creates a situation that they're like bias one to the other. If that's true, then they're considered like they were married in a certain sense, and therefore, a holds just like you can't marry the karo of your grusha. 
you also can't because you were married to each other. So the same thing, you can't marry the, the car of the chalutza because again, you have a status of beso. Look at Rashi. We don't have that, right? There was a, uh, we taught earlier in the, early in the Mishnah um, in that um, it, beginning of the, of the parak, we taught a case. We taught, taught a case that if uh, you did chalitza with a woman and then your brother married her sister and then he dies, umeis chalitzas. Right? In that case, you're supposed to do chalitza with her. Right? The, 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 basically, the car of your chalitza. We said we do chalitza with her. So Rashi says, according to Rabbi Kiva, that wouldn't be correct. Right? The Rabbi Kiva put her to Lagamer. Because according to Rabbi Kiva, they're not really, they're not allowed to get married. They're not allowed to do chalitza, not, not allowed to do yibam. Um, but not allowed to do yibam, in which case you wouldn't do chalitza at all. But the point being, that once the Torah calls him beso, he, uh, Rabbi Kiva says that means that they're mamish connected. Um, and that's why he believes that Mida Araisa, if the, you would marry the wife of your chalitza, uh, the child would be a mamzer. Fine. Uh, that's the conclusion of that, of that conversation. Um, okay. So, Amr of Yosef, Amr of Shimon Bereb. Hakomodim. So everyone agrees. Rabbi Yosef says from Shem Bar that everyone agrees that a situation of Machzer Gushaso, again, Machzer Gushaso from Nisuin, right, that they were, meaning that she was, that she had married somebody else, and then you go ahead and you marry her again in that scenario. Everyone agrees that the child comes from there is Pogum Lukahuna, right? The child is not, not able to. Uh, well, he's pagum lakuna. What does that mean? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, "V'im yalda bas psula lakuna kechalala." Right? If they have a if they have a child and that child is a daughter, so she's psula lakuna, meaning she's not allowed to marry a kohen like a like a like a chalala. Right? If you have a um, anytime a kohen marries somebody, he's not allowed to marry. So, for example, if uh, if a uh, if a kohen marries a marries a gioris, let's say, right? Kohen marries a woman who's not who's. Uh, who is uh, a convert, which is against Allah, and not to, or he marries a grusha, he's not supposed to do. So he goes out, he marries her. So the children are halalim, even, even the boys. They don't have a status of a kohen in the, norm, in the normal way. Um, that's a, a halal. So in here, if, if, the, if the child is a daughter, right, so she's going to be a, a, she's like a halala again, and she is, uh, she's, and she's sort of to marry a kohen. So the same thing here, uh, if, the, if he's machsa grushaso, um, and he wasn't supposed to be, so in that scenario, also everyone agrees that she's pagum lakahuna, meaning she's not allowed to marry a kohen. Um, the daughter can't marry a kohen in such a case. Okay. So man uh, hakomodim. What are you coming to tell me? Everyone agrees. What is that coming to include? Whenever the gemaras, whenever the, the the language is used, hakol or kol or everyone agrees. What, what, what are you coming to to add in here? So what's what's hakomodim? Shimon ateimani. We're including Shimonat Taimani. Why? The Afagab, the Amr Shimonat Taimani, ain't Mamzer Mechaive Lavin, right? We just said before. What did Shimonat Taimani hold? He held that the way you create a situation of, of uh, Mamzer is how? Is only when the relationship itself is a, uh, a Kareis relationship. With the husband, the man and woman being together is an Isra of Kareis, that creates, uh, that creates Mamzer. If it's just an Isra Lav, it's just a Loza say, so it's still an Isra right? so they shouldn't, shouldn't get married. But if it's an Isra Lav, he calls a child that does not become a mamzer. So, for example, right? So, for example, a uh, kohen who marries a grusha—that's that's a lav. That's not a that's not a that's not a situation of kares. Um, so, in that scenario, we don't, we don't the child is not a mamzer in such a case, right? So, even but the point is that even from Shimon Temani, right, he goes to Afgad the Amr Shimon Temani, ain't mamzer mechave lavin nihi the mamzer lahave pagam mihave. 
right? So even Shem Tamani agrees that even, in, even though the child in this scenario is not a mom's heir, he doesn't mean that, that he believes that nothing happens, right? So even though the child in that situation doesn't, isn't a mom's heir, meaning they can, they can marry, you know, another Jewish person, or mom's cannot marry any regular Jew, mom's can only marry a mom's heir. So if, if uh, so even though Shem Tamani agrees that, she, that she's not a mom's heir, or he, that, that the child's not a mom's heir, um, and because there, there's no uh, from he still agrees that the child is pogo, right? So they can't, maybe they can't marry, um, they can marry other Jews, but they can't marry a Kohen. Um, and how do I know? Because it's a kavachomer in the case of a widow. What are we talking about? Right? So there's a rule in general, we've mentioned before, a Gerusha can't marry a Kohen, and Almana can. A woman whose husband passes away, she can marry a Kohen. So, um, um, however, an Almana cannot marry a Kohen Gadol. Right? The Kohen Gadol can only marry a Basula. So, if the, so he can't marry a Grusha or an Almana. So, uh, so, if an, but, so an Almana can't marry a Kohen Gadol. Okay, what's the halacha? Ma Almana Kohen Gadol she'en Yisura Shavah Bakol b'na pago. Almana who married a Kohen Gadol, she's not, her Isra is not Isra Bakol, Shavah Bakol, meaning she can marry any other Kohen. There's only one person she can't marry. Right? She's not, it's not like she's like, also to a whole status of people. She can marry uh, anybody uh, and any Kohen, just not the Kohen Gadol. Okay? So in that situation, she, she's not allowed to marry a Kohen Gadol, but nevertheless, her child becomes Pogo, right? Her child becomes a Halal or Halala, right? So that's true. Zu, she's Surah Shavabakol. So this individual, right, this case, who's a Machter Grushaso, right? Um, and the issue would apply, it's the same to everybody, right? Um... Because uh, everyone has that, would have that same thing if they're a Kohen Gadol or not a Kohen Gadol or a Kohen, not a Kohen. It doesn't make a difference. Any person who would remarry the woman that they had been married to it would be an issue that in theory applies to everyone. So shouldn't her child become be Pogum? Meaning the point is that if, if the scenario of Amman uh, Kohen Gadol, which is a very unique scenario, right, it applies only to, you know, to, to one person in the world, the Kohen Gadol. Um, and in that scenario, nevertheless, she... Um, she is, uh, her child becomes, becomes Pogum. So certainly in a scenario, which is Master Grushasa, which applies to anybody uh, who finds themselves in that scenario, uh, shouldn't it be true that their child should become Pogum also? So that's why Shimon Temani agrees that even though the child in this case doesn't become a Mamzer because, again, there was no Isikares, he agrees from the Kavachomer, from Amman of the Kohen Gadol, that uh, the child from a Master Grushasa should be, uh, should be, um, should be Pogum. Okay. So Gemara says, but not so fast. Ikel and Mifrach, Mala Amana Shekin, he atzim mischalelis. Maybe the case of Amana Kongadol is a bad example. Because in Amana Kongadol, when she herself goes ahead and marries a Kongadol, she herself becomes a chalal. And she becomes a pagam lakun also. Look at Rashi. Shekin, he, the top Rashi, Shekin, he atzim mischalelis. She emes Kongadol, a sura afila koin hedio. She pastla zeb viyaso vasa chalala. And she actually becomes forbidden to marry another coin. If a, if a woman was married to anybody, she becomes an amana, and now she marries a coin. That's fine. And if that coin dies, she can marry another coin. Right? She, nothing's happened to her. Right? If she's an amana multiple times, she can marry a coin each time. But if she was married to a coin galdo when she wasn't supposed to, so now she's forbidden to marry even a regular coin afterwards. So, uh, so since she's mischalelis, it impacts her directly. Maybe you see it's more it's more chamor, right? Uh, since it's more chamer specifically on her, um, for example, as opposed to the woman, the master Grushasa, the woman who's a, who uh, marries the, her original husband after having been married to somebody else in between, 
So that's an is that that's an issue. It's a lie. She can't be married to him. But but if she, if he dies or she he divorces her, she can marry another. She can marry uh, you know uh, other people afterwards, right? Um, so if that's true, um, uh, so so maybe this case. The point being that maybe the case of Amman the Kohen Gadol is is more unique because of the impact it has on her, and that's why it impacts her child, which wouldn't necessarily be true by a regular case of Machzor Gushasa. Vaod, and even more, and, and, and furthermore. He uh, toeva, right? That work siv is actually removed by a lot of your sauce. Um, but um, she's a she's a toeva, or siv ve'ain banea toavim. The pasuk says about her. It says toevahi, right? That what she did was a toeva. It was a it was an abomination. Um, but it's it's toevahi. So the the pasuk seems to point out that it's something specific about her, right? Ve'ain banea toavim. But it's not but not specifically about. Uh, the child, um, in that case. So uh, if that's true, there's no reason to assume that uh, that this would necessarily be true. Also, uh, in our case, let me just make sure where we see Torah about he to make sure that is correct. Um, just one second, Torah he. Yeah. It's specifically in the case of the Machzor Gushaso, where the language is Toevahi. That's what the Pasuk says. All right, so since the Pasuk says Toevahi in that case, again, not by the Alman but by the, but, but by the, by the Machzor Gushaso, more reason to say Toevahi, right? She is a Toevah, not her child. In which case, it seems to be a, you know, a proof of the opposite direction. All right, so on the one hand, Ikel Mifrach, that the Alman Lekongadol, she herself becomes Mitzchalalas. And also, when it comes to the, uh, to the case of Master Grushaso, the Pasuk says that he toeva ve'ein banea toeven. And the implication from the drasha is that her children should not be impacted. In which case, it's a double reason to assume that maybe this Kavachomer is not necessarily correct. Okay, so we'll pick up with uh, continuing this conversation next time.